Welcome back, everybody. This is episode 93 at Streets and Eats. And today on the podcast, we are giving you our 2023 year in review. So we've done a couple of podcasts now talking about our top five favorite food experiences, uh, things to do with kids, bucket list experiences, most beautiful places, that sort of thing. And I'm sure we have a lot more to talk about, but we yeah. figured you could only handle so much yeah. <laughs> of uh, us. <laughs> in this one, we're just going to talk about you know, where we are now, how we got there uh, throughout the year. We've done a whole lot of travel and Maybe just life changes. Of, a little bit of preview for next year. Sure. Welcome to Streets and Eats, the travel and food podcast dedicated to taking our listeners to the sights, sounds, and flavors of fascinating places near and far, both on and off the beaten path. We're Jim and Corinne Vale, and we've been traveling internationally and domestically together for decades, visiting more than 90 countries in all 50 states in the USA. We'll share all of the local knowledge and food expertise we've gathered through years of living as expats in Asia and Europe, as well as traveling with families spanning multiple generations around the world. Join us each week for a new adventure. I think I should ask you a trivia question to get us started. Sure. Now, I'll give you a hint. This place we did not go to this year, but we have been there before. Um, which country? <laughs> I like big countries. Oh, good. It's a country. So I have a, what, 296? Uh, one out of 200. Which country has five time zones, but only operates under one? Oh, wow. So this is a long country. And has such tight control over its people that it keeps everything in one time zone. Got to be China. Well, it's not the United States because we can't friggin' out and friggin' figure <laughs> out how many time zones we have. I mean, some states have have daylight savings and some don't. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's um, not the United you're right. States. The answer is China. Um, I thought. I think it's a little bit of an easy question. Um, but I, got it. I love talking about time zones. Like I said, in the United States, we used to live in Alaska. I used to travel out to the Aleutians. And that's where, if you look at a map of time zones, that's you've got where it this gets a little one wonky. little jet that goes all the way out. Um, plus, you asked a question not too long ago about um, jet lag. Jet and lag. And it's all about time zones, isn't it? Because I swear, sometimes I'm just as jet lag going from the west to the east coast than I am if I go overseas. Yeah. Well, my biggest problem isn't time zones. It is now that we are, well, I say retired, but retired is kind of a misnomer. I mean, I don't feel like I'm retired. We're retired. I know we are. Uh, it just doesn't feel like it because we love to travel and we travel so much. It's almost like that's a job for us, but we don't get paid. So it's not really a job. Anyway, my biggest problem is knowing which day of the week it is. Oh, but I have that problem because I am retired. Um, like someone said to me the other day, um, is it Tuesday or Wednesday? And I'm like, I thought it was Friday. Yeah. You never know what day I, it is. I have no clue. That's my and, biggest problem. And if I'm traveling, it's almost worse. The, the good thing about traveling is, especially nowadays, post-COVID, it seems like you have to make a lot more reservations. Yeah, so you have to make reservations for restaurants. You have to make reservations for... Um, hotels, of course. Well, hotels. I mean, that's... that's Yeah. For, and we used to travel without making any reservations, and we would just show up, and that's what we would yeah. do. Attractions are timed entry. Yeah. Yeah, a lot's changed. It's pretty hard to just show up somewhere these days traveling. Yeah. And expect to get in. So anyway, I think time is a... Time is always interesting, isn't it, when you're when you're traveling. So it is. 
Okay, so what have we done this year? Um, I think I've said this a few times already, but I, I feel like we're finally back into a travel groove. Yeah. You know, like, it was really kind of funny. Um, my sister is going to Egypt in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, I need to go to Egypt. But I mean, I've already been to Egypt, but... It's so easy for me to get FOMO when I hear people going somewhere. <laughs> you have the worst FOMO I of anybody do, I know. I, I, a, I do have a lot of FOMO because I don't, and you, I, you, sh- you wouldn't think I would, but I do. You shouldn't. I shouldn't, but I do. Um, but I also just feel like, I don't know, I feel like myself again. Like I'm starting to feel normal because this is our life versus I, I'm not good at not leaving the no. house. We thought we could like go back live in a house, buy a house, take care of the yard, go out to the, go out camping at the lake on the weekend, that sort of lifestyle. And it's a great lifestyle. We love it for about three months. And then and we get the itch. Then we get the itch. It's like, okay, now where can we go? Yeah. And it's, where yeah. can we go somewhere new? And, yeah. and that is always the hard part. Um, so, yeah. The good thing about living in Europe, and we're back in Europe, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but um, the good thing about living in Europe is that everything's so close that you can kind of feel like you're getting out just for the weekend, and, and you get yeah. a different kind of a feeling. So that's, that's for nice. sure. That's for sure. Okay, so... I'll quickly, should we just quickly mention the places we've been? I didn't count them up. Why don't you count them while I mention them? Okay, you talk about it. I'll count the countries, okay? Count the countries, and I'll mention where we're going, and then where we've been, and then we can talk a little bit about each place as we go. Okay, so um, we started out the um, year in Japan, then we went back to Vietnam, and then we were in Singapore, Greece, of course we went to the States. Uh, we were in Canada. We did um, the UK. We were in England. And while we were in the UK, we took a little ferry down to the Channel Islands. We were in Germany. Uh, we, we're in Germany now because we live here. Um, Switzerland, France, Ireland. And before the end of the year, we'll have returned also to Belgium and the Netherlands. Yeah. Okay. So not counting those ones that we haven't actually been to yet. Twelve. It's pretty 12, good. Counting the Channel Islands separately as their own countries. They're not countries. They're not countries. They're bailiwicks. They're protectorates of the crown. But they're also not part, they're not the United Kingdom. Right. So I, I think I, they I count should be separately. counted separately. Definitely. And so that's 12 as of now, but it will be 14 when, after we've gone on yeah. our last little jante plumeré, as I like to say. And... Of all those countries that you said, of course, we've flown across the oceans a couple of times, but I I think the most amazing thing to me travel wise that we did this year that that we've never done before and we didn't know we were doing it until it until it was done uh, was we actually flew around the world. We started in Vietnam. We flew to California. We flew from California to London onto Greece. From Greece, we flew to Singapore and then back to Vietnam. Complete circumnavigation of the globe and close to the equator for a lot of it. So those were some long ass flights. And they were hot. Well, the flights <laughs> weren't hot, but the, the places countries were. were. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of heat. You probably yeah. picked that up. And it wasn't all like we didn't do this all in one trip. That was over the course of what, like 
three months. We started in April uh, and then we got back to Vietnam in June. So April, May, June, two and a half months. Yeah. Spent a good amount of time in each place along the way. We had uh, in the middle of last year, around October, we, I don't want to use the word move to Vietnam. We, we decided to go there and see how long we could stay kind of as a digital nomad. Right. Um, and so we got there in October. Um, and of course, a lot of the time you're only allowed to stay 90 days. So then we had to leave in December timeframe anyway. And we went and we took a trip to Tokyo. No, you can only stay 30 days. 30 days. We can only stay 30 so days. The first time we left the country, we went to Thailand. Oh, and then we let came me back talk and- to Jim because I forgot about that. <laughs> well, that was last year. I wasn't was thinking last about year. that. We don't need to spend a lot of time talking about that. But yeah, but you're right. We did. We had because you have to leave every 30 days. So we went to Thailand in November. That was 30 days. And we went back and we went to Tokyo in December. And while we were in Tokyo, we were able to get a six month visa. Right. Um, we worked that out through an agent and we were able to get a six month visa to live until August, I think, or maybe eight month visa. I think it was, I think it was eight month. I think we could have stayed till August. We didn't end up staying till August because we have a lot to do in the summers. So we end up only staying um, almost till July, I think. Right. So almost that long. In and out a couple of times, but yeah. Yeah. We went in and out a couple of times, but we had, we were already on a visa. So that was kind of nice. So yeah, we started the year in Japan actually. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we well, took we were only that. there because it was the tail end of our trip, but we did have our appointment with the Vietnamese um, embassy on the 3rd of Japan, on the 3rd of Japan, the 3rd of January, I believe. So we left like very right soon after, after that. that. Um, and it worked and we, out pretty good. It was a late day at the Vietnamese consulate. It was. It took all day. We got there at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Well, we picked Japan because we thought Japan's very orderly, organized. Vietnam, of course, is not orderly and organized. They get things done, but in a different manner. But we thought in Japan, it'd be more, less chaotic, I should say. Um, But it turned out walking into the office where they manage all those visas and stuff was like walking back into Vietnam. It was crowded. It was loud. It was, it was chaotic. Chaotic. And it was whoever pushed their and way to whoever the front. Pushed the way it had nothing to do with the number that you picked. Forward and whoever was willing to pay the premium price yeah. to get it done quicker. Yeah. Um, at any rate, so over the course of about eight or nine months, we stayed in Japan we stayed in Vietnam and we had a really, really good time. We mostly were in Ho Chi Minh, yeah. but we also traveled to Dalan and Phu Wok. And um, then of course we went up to Hanoi and we went to the, the Bon Giok waterfalls. We did all the caves around the country and Phong Na. We did, um, Chong An and Nim Bin. Phong, um, Phong Na, did you say Phong Na? I did. The caverns? Phong Na, the caverns. Oh, I mean, we went, we, we did pretty good. We, our goal going there was to get some work done, stay in a different culture for a while and work. And yeah. I think that we did a lot of travel and we really covered the country quite well. Yeah. We are so far behind writing posts and stuff <laughs> about it. But if you're planning a trip to Vietnam, definitely check out our website, Reflections and Route. And um, hopefully we have an answer for you. If not, leave a comment and ask one. We'll, we'll tell you how to work things out because I think we're, 
we're pretty savvy about how to get things done in the country. Yeah. And if you're looking for a good place to base yourself, uh, if you can arrange a good visa like we did, or even if you do the in and out of the country every 30 days, which is not hard to do. And it's Ho Chi Minh relatively City, inexpensive. Ho Chi Minh City is a, is a great base. You can get a really nice... A furnished apartment with a swimming pool yeah. and a gym. And of course there's restaurants and everything all around you. The transportation is super cheap and the housing is super cheap. And that is a great place to be. And I base. think Hanoi, Hanoi would be good as well. We're not be, as familiar with it because we didn't, we didn't spend, spend as, as much, much time. time in Hanoi. Um, what I liked about Hanoi was uh, there was a lot more to do in the area. There was a lot mm -hmm. more, I mean, there were some things to do in the Ho Chi Minh area, but a lot of that you had to fly in and out or take the train or right. the night bus or something like that. Uh, we have lots and lots of stuff and we'll probably be writing, um, coming up with more podcasts for Vietnam as well, sure. because um, like about caves in Vietnam. One thing we did a whole lot of is caves in Vietnam um, and we, we enjoyed it. We loved we loved the food. We love the happy people. We love, I, I don't know. The, it, there's a lot of good about Vietnam. I think I spent enough time there, meaning I don't need to go live there again for any length of time. Well, there's other places to live. And yeah, it's nice to try new things, isn't it? Yeah, I agree. But I, you know, I think one of the things that's really understated is the fact that you can fly in and out of the country, in and around the country for pretty inexpensive on really Vietnam cheap. Air. And there's no reason not to. Yeah. That's one of the way, one of the things that makes it a great base for, yeah. for a digital nomad, especially. Yeah, so we sure. spent probably the first, most of the first half of the year in Vietnam with just a few trips outside of it. Um, when we were in Tokyo, I think um, we, we just did a bunch of kid, kid stuff because we had AJ meet us there with his parents. So it was kind of like our Christmas trip. Yeah. And we did, we did things like the, um, pigs, you know, where you can go to the cafe. pig cafe and we did, what else did we do? We went to the zoo, the Wayno zoo to see the pandas. That was a mm, lot of fun. I love that. Um, we always go Pokemon in there. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, one of the things we just like to do and we love the stores and we love walking around the streets and we love the food. So we did a lot of eating. Just but exploring. That's true everywhere. It's a great isn't city it? to explore. Yeah. The fish market, team labs, team lab planets. Yeah. Planet. That was fun. That's always fun. Very cool stuff. Um, yeah, we did Japan. We flew off to Singapore for a long weekend. No, we did a whole week. Oh yeah. A whole week. We flew off to Singapore for a whole week and just had a great time. I mean, Singapore is one of those places. It's pretty easy to get to from Vietnam. It's pretty easy to get to from anywhere in Southeast Asia. It's like a major hub. And there's just so much to do there. We find ourselves in Singapore often, fairly regularly. And there's always something to do, even if you're just flying through and don't have a lot of time to leave the airport. The Changi Airport is incredible. Yeah. There's so mm -hmm. much to do there. Butterfly sanctuary, swimming pools, 
museums, well, great food. Just even in the waiting areas, they have couches versus, couches. you know, those hard plastic chairs. They yeah. have a slide that you can this ride massive down. Slide. Just, just things like that, that make it a little bit more interesting and comfortable and fun to be in versus, you know, some of the other airports that you travel in frequently. Yeah. The food is good. Lots of good food there. Lots of cool things to do. The splash parks, gardens by the bay. Probably my favorite thing in Singapore is the gardens by the bay and just wandering around there. Although this last time we found the national orchid. The national orchid garden. You're really into the orchids. It's a whole botanical garden, Jim. Yeah, I know. But it's it's a garden inside of the garden. And it's a cool, cool place. Super, super beautiful. So we really had fun in Singapore. We went to the Museum of Ice Cream. That oh, was yeah. a lot of fun. It's just basically a big toy area. Ate so much you, ice cream. And we ate different types of ice cream. What was the weirdest one we ate? I think like we had durian. I didn't try durian. Do they have durian? Mm-hmm. Well, I'd had it before, so there was no rush. Um, <laughs> what is that? I always forget the name of the kind of the Malaysian taste. It's It's green. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name. Anyway, there's all different tastes that we don't normally have um, that were all very good. And of course, we had to go to the Hawker Centers and we went to mm. the National Museum. It was just a fun trip. The thing about Singapore is you really got to plan your day out so that you're in and out of buildings because as much it as is possible. so hot there that you want to make sure that you don't overheat. I mean, taking water and wearing a wide brimmed hat, that's, that's a given, but at the same time you want to go to the water parks and you want to go into the air conditioning, find a mall to walk around if nothing else for yeah. a little while. Yeah. You definitely need to watch the heat there. Luckily the public transportation there is some of the best on the planet and it is almost always air conditioned. I think we may have been on one bus where the air conditioner was not working very good, but mostly it's really good. I think um, when we didn't even count this, this um, country, but while we were in Singapore, we crossed the border. That's right. And we went to Legoland, Malaysia. That's 13. (laughs) (laughs) Can you even think about that? Um, and so we just spent the day and we've been to Malaysia many times as well. Um, and we love Malaysia. I wouldn't say Legoland Malaysia is a Malaysia (laughs) experience as much of it is a Legoland experience. experience. Although, um, there's, there were many things that were very Malaysian while we're there. So, I mean, in that respect, you could definitely see the local culture um, reflected in the different things in the park versus Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like the Legoland in Denmark, for instance, or in the States. That's true. So, and that was fun. I was surprised at how many rides they had. They had a lot of rides that were for older kids that we, we end up not staying in that session at all. And then they had another little area for younger Younger kids kids. and we end up spending more time there. So it was kind of cool. And just taking the bus from Singapore into the area across the border and doing that whole thing was, was kind of interesting as well. Yeah. Getting off the bus, going through passport control and customs and then getting back on the bus and going through the next border is actually kind of, kind of interesting, really fun. But a lot of people do it. It's a, it's a normal thing to do and it's pretty easy to spend the day. So it was good. It was a lot of fun. I'm surprised that we didn't have that on our list. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, probably the big thing we did in the spring was go to Greece. Yeah. We did a Peloponnese road trip. That was amazing. Yeah. Rented a car in Athens and then just spent 
10 days, 12 days driving around just the Peloponnese. Cause we've been to other parts of Greece. Uh, we did a road trip once up to Thessaloniki, uh, in that area. We've been to a couple of the islands, but for this one, we really just wanted to focus. And we did do a podcast area. on it. So you can check out our Greek Peloponnese road trip podcast, but just to give you an idea, the Peloponnese is a place that has tons of ancient sites, both from like mythology times, like ancient Greece and from Ottoman times. So there's like two and different Venetians too. And what? Venetians. And the Venetians. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So we went to castles and fortresses and ancient theaters. And yeah. And we went kayaking and we, I rode horses and Jim went fishing um, gosh, we did so Ate lots much. of olives because that's Kalamata is that area. Oh my goodness. Kalamata olives, of course. Well, the food in general All was the food just is great. so amazing. Super fresh, like seafood came right out of the ocean that day. Everything was delicious. I don't think that we eat a bad meal anywhere in Greece. I don't, I don't think they I have think you'd such have a to thing. like try to find a bad food. I think so. I mean, the hotels we stayed in typically overall didn't have breakfast. So we would always look for like a little bakery in town. Mm -hmm. And every single time we did, they always serve coffee, of course, but they just have the most amazing pastries to try. And I always like a savory pastry in the morning. So we, 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 we must have tried them all. They were so good. Yeah. Yeah. We love doing that. Just getting up get out of the hotel, hit a bakery, get a couple of baked goods, some cup of coffee, cup of cup of, a couple of cups of coffee, find a quiet beach to sit on or someplace with a great view and just enjoy our breakfast and the view. That's the great, that's the best way to go. Well, and the cheapest. And the cheapest, usually. <laughs> Depends on how crazy you get in the bakery. Uh, what were some of our favorite spots on that trip? Definitely Mathoni Castle. Mathoni Castle. I think Naplio was a beautiful t- city. My I really enjoyed city. that. Oh, you know what? Aeropoli. I don't know. I'm not sure. It was like the Mani. Aeropoli. Yeah, that was really nice the too. area. And we beautiful walked stone around village. in the village. Yeah. Walked around in the evening and everybody was out on the placa and just smiling and playing soccer and having a good time. Yeah, it was it's very just, Greek. It was just really, I'm the whole, the whole time we were in Greece, we had a wonderful time. Just a relaxing, calm, even though it was a road trip where you're often just, it feels like you're going, going, going. This one wasn't like that at all. No, it was, I think we spaced it out pretty good. We had our, um, my stepmother-in-law, Jim's stepmother with us, um, who is 80 some years old and she did quite well Yeah, and had a good time visiting all the different sites that we visited. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was probably the highlight of the year. Well, I mean, I we did so that. much. We've done so we many so great, things. great things. On Vietnam, we did so much. It was the highlight of May. It was the highlight of May. <laughs> I don't even know if you can say that. <laughs> no, it was the highlight of May. We were in the States. We went to quite a few States. I don't know. We didn't hit quite as many states as we did countries throughout the year, but we spent some time in California. We spent some time in Wisconsin and Connecticut, and we kind of basically drove through New York. We didn't spend a whole lot of time there, but we, we did do a couple of things. We also, I mean, we did a road trip, so we went in a couple of other States maybe, but we didn't spend any yeah, time there. Yeah, we didn't spend there. enough time to count them, I wouldn't think. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've been well, to all this 50 was the anyway. second big, like, long distance travel that we did because 
we did the first one around the globe and from Vietnam and back to Vietnam. And then when we actually left Vietnam, I'll say for good, because it was for good for this year. We probably will go back someday. Um, we flew back to the States. We flew to Wisconsin. We drove from Wisconsin up into Canada and then back down in the States to the East coast where we got an airplane to London and then from London to Germany. So we, that's about halfway around the world. Yeah. At least. So yeah. we did one and a half times around the world this year. So in California, we stayed mostly in Santa Paula. We did go camping out at Point Magoo. That was a lot of fun. We stayed in a yurt. Yeah. And the good thing about Point Magoo is it's like a natural habitat for some sea um, lions. wetlands. Yeah. So there was sea lions and pelicans. pelicans. And that was that was just beautiful. It's a, lot a of gorgeous little spit of land. <laughs> a lot of mosquitoes. There were a lot of mosquitoes, but it was still, we had a good time. Had hot dogs and marshmallows. What else do you do when you're S'mores, camping? of course. Um, in Wisconsin, we had a family reunion, mm -hmm. and that was a lot of fun. Your family. Um, my big family came from all points of the globe, and we had a good time with them. But while we were there, we went to the Wisconsin State Fair, and that was, and we also went to a supper club. Oh, Those yeah, were the two right. things we kind of did on our own, and both were a lot of fun. Uh, I love a state fair. There's just so much to see and do at a state fair, and it's a lot of fun. And I'd never heard of a Wisconsin supper club before this summer. Um, to me, it just seemed like a restaurant where you had dinner, but it was kind of a cool concept the way it started and the food was delicious and the drinks that's the all drinks about the drinks good. too I had my first Wisconsin Manhattan is that Wisconsin what they call it? Manhattan no what do they call it what's the drink I'm thinking oh old fashioned you had an old fashioned I had my first Wisconsin old fashioned which you can get sweet or sour and actually both were good and we had them both because why not yeah and they were why both not? delicious one of the main reasons we were on the trip was we were going up from Wisconsin, then we were driving up through Detroit, Michigan, Detroit. and we had hot dogs. Remember, we stopped oh, yes, and had Tony dogs Detroit while we were there. Hot dogs. And then we went up into Toronto and we spent a couple of days in Toronto, which we'd never been to before. It was okay, the first time. Don't don't skirt past one of the most interesting border crossings we did this year. And that was oh, going yeah. from the United States to Canada. We there's a highway, of course, there's an interstate that goes up and in and you cross a major border. And but Google you know, didn't take us that way. Google had other plans for us. So it brought us along one of the Great Lakes right on the shore on a side road. And then eventually up to this little tiny, like eight car ferry that took us across the water and into Canada on this eight car ferry. And it worked out really good. We pulled up just as the ferry was loading. So no wait time there. I think they barely looked at the passports oh they looked at them they They're looked at them of course but there was i mean a lot of times the crossing the border crossing between the usa and canada i mean we've had some pretty serious border patrol people who are like why are you entering canada or why are you coming to the united states what do you have in the car with you and they really get in want to get into your whole back history and these guys were like hey hello welcome let me look at your passport and they check it of course but Super easy crossing. And it was a pretty drive. And it was a tiny little ferry. I mean, I didn't even know anything like that existed. It was it was kind of funny. We were just sort of taken aback, but in a good way. I mean yeah. serendipitously, we totally had a good time because we'll choose a ferry if we can, if we know about it. Yeah, any day of the um, week. And and Toronto I found to be a really pretty city. 
Um, there was a lot of good food that we had there. Tons mm-hmm. of good food. The um, provincial museum was amazing. Uh, we stayed in the university dorm because it was right. the only thing that was really cheap, affordable. affordable. I shouldn't say cheap. <laughs> Um, and we just sort of had a good time looking around the city. I think one of my favorite things is they have this fountain downtown that's just all dogs, different breeds of dogs around the fountain, which is kind of cool. And um, I mentioned in another podcast that we had the most beautiful sunrise. Yeah. There. We went out to the park and, and took pictures of the skyline across the, the water. And it was just it was beautiful. Best sunrise of the year. It probably was. I mean, we've had lots of good ones, but I mean, you have to get up early. <laughs> and then we spent a, a good amount of time in Connecticut. Not a whole lot of time because we had to get to New York to catch a flight. Um, but we were able to visit your hometown. Your hometown. We cleaned your grandparents' um, gravestones. Gravestones which was an experience. We had nothing to do it with. So of course we go to the dollar store and we buy a little gardening kit and a brush and some soap and off we go to clean the stones. Because we don't live in the United States. We don't have that stuff. Yeah. That was fun. And then we spent most of the time in the Groton area where we went to a submarine museum, which was fabulous. It's like yeah. one of my favorite museums of the year for sure. And one of my best, one of my favorite boat trips of the year was the mm-hmm. lighthouse cruise that we took. One of the, one of the ferries that goes around in the area also does tours. And we went out along the coast. We saw like 13 or 14, including Taylor Swift's house, lighthouses and Taylor Swift's house on the coast. Pretty cool. It was really it was a good cool. trip. Um, yeah. And then of course we had lobster because we can't go to the East coast and not have lobster. So that was Delicious. You have to go to an outdoor lobster shack and yeah, have lobster or a lobster roll if you don't want the whole lobster. It's pricey and it's worth it. Yeah. Um, and oh, and on our way to Connecticut, we went um, and then, of course, we went back to New York to fly out. But we went through Buffalo and Niagara Falls. We didn't really mention that. We didn't spend a lot of time in Niagara Falls. Super busy in the summertime. Everything you do there is a little bit pricey. Oh my goodness. I couldn't have Parking ex- is expensive. Everything was expensive. It was 30 bucks for the day for parking, yeah. I believe. And that was the cheapest. Yeah. And then you still had to walk, which I mean, I don't mind the walking, but still. And then you do the few things that you do, but everything costs money. I think it costs us something outrageous, like 58 Canadian dollars to, to go on Each. a little walk. Yeah. Was it each? I think so, yeah. Um, to go on a walk, to go under the falls, and then back out again. And we didn't even take the boat. We were going to take the boat, but we'd already spent so much money. And it, I, we were it's just, a waterfall. I mean, yes, it's amazing. And we were just but not once impressed. you've seen it, you've seen it. I, I would say that was the biggest folly of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just... We just were kind of turned off. It was overly disney Overly touristy. There was too many lines. There were too many people. Everything cost an arm and a leg. I just, it was that a just bit of turns a turn me off. off. Yeah. Because there are so many beautiful things in the United States and Canada that you can do for, you know, free. Yeah. So off we go. You know, we did the podcast on our top five food experiences and what didn't make the list. And I just thought of now that I think may probably should have made the list was whenever we go to Canaan, Connecticut, your, your hometown, we always go to Freund's farm store and buy a peach pie. Oh my God. That is the best (laughs) peach pie in the world. It's pretty niche. It's pretty niche. (laughs) It's really niche. I mean, if you're going through Connecticut, 
Connecticut's a small state. If you go through North Canaan, you're going to at an intersection of Route 7 and Route 41. And it's a great town. My grandmother's from that town. So I love that town. town. Um, But yeah, on the east side of town in East Canaan, there's a farm store. And you know, we love farm stores. And they have all kinds of local. Well, they make their own pies. And we've been going there for pies. I am not kidding. For 30 years at least. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're just amazing pies. And yeah, we bought a peach one this time. But they have... In their store, if they have a product, it's from that area. It's from yeah. Northwestern. It's either from their farm or it's something something nearby. So it's well worth stopping there, and it's oh, it's all so good. Oh, you um, also didn't. We also didn't mention driving up from uh, Detroit and into Canada. The blueberries, the blueberry farm. Yeah, where we that stopped was pretty to pick good too. I was trying to remember the name of it because I was thinking about it. We'll have to look that one up. We didn't really pick our own. No, you we could didn't. have. Picked it was your raining. Own. We were like, uh, we could just Instead, buy we this. We were like, we'll buy the blueberries here. That's somebody else picked. <laughs> That's somebody else picked. But it was a cute little restaurant, and it was it was a nice little stop as well because you gotta have blueberries. Um, yeah. And then we went back to New York, and while we were in New York City, we had to have um, some pizza and some... Oh, of course, New York pizza. So good. And then we caught the plane and went to the UK. Well, okay, so this plane, we were looking for cheap flights from the East Coast to Europe, anywhere in Europe. And we found this flight on Norse Airlines. Yeah. And it was like three hundred dollars each. So we're like, okay, we'll do it. From, it wasn't. It wasn't even three hundred dollars each. Yeah, like two seventy from New York to London, Gatwick. Like, hey, that that's that super cheap good for us. We're we retired. Can, we can definitely get from because we're heading to Germany. We can definitely get from England to Germany for cheap. There's all kinds of cheap flights. So we, we took it. And then when we got to the airport to check in, they're like. You know, for another $70, you could upgrade to premium class. We're like, I think halfway through premium, we're like, we'll take it. $70. $70. We're still not even up to $400 for no. each person's ticket. And premium class was premium. It was the whole, I mean, it wasn't first class, but it was the chair goes all the way out flat. You have your own private little area. The food was amazingly delicious. and. I mean, I don't know when I last had such a good across the ocean flight exactly. for so cheap. Well, we both landed well, and we thought before gosh, landing, it could have been a couple of hours longer and we could have gotten a couple more hours sleep. Before landing, when they're telling us to put our seat backs up, we're like, are no, you sure? not yet. <laughs> I'm so comfortable. So that was, that was so a that, really that good was, flight. That was the deal of the year. Definitely. That was definitely the deal of the year. We the, had a pretty cheap flight from Greece to Vietnam. Through Singapore. Through what Singapore. was that? that I want to say that was on Scoot. Scoot Air, which we had never taken before either. Yeah. And that was pretty good. It was okay. Good. It was comfortable. It was okay. It was, it was a little bit... It was budget for sure. It was a little bit more budget feeling, but we weren't in premium class. And they, didn't so. get us, they didn't offer the $70 premium upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> but I would say North Air... North from Nor- um, New York to London. A little free p- promotion for them. Was was the deal of the year for us. Yeah. And we landed in London and got a rental car. and then we, As we do. And then we spent the next couple of weeks just tooling around Southeast or Southwest England and out to the Isle of Wight. Which was in August. And 
is probably not the best time to be tooling around Southwest. It is high season. It is high season. There were crowds everywhere. Yeah. Not to say that they were intrusive or just a lot of people. Just a lot of people, which meant that, yeah, we had some long lines and hard to find parking. And going to the castles and stuff, we didn't really get, you know, those clear shots or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. But but did we have fun? Yes. Did we go to amazing places? Yes. Yeah. We went to Stonehenge. We went to Tintagel Castle. We went to... The Cornish Tin Mines. Yeah. Well, we didn't... Well, we did kind of go to them, even though we we're really walked out supposed to go there. Did a little hiking around them. Um. What else? I mean, we did so much. I can't even remember everything we did. Several. Well, remember when we first got to the Isle of Wight, one of the first things we did was the um, Queen Victoria's house. I forget the oh, name yeah, of it. Oh yeah, Osborne House. The Osborne House, right? And as we were entering, we were approached by a gentleman uh, from English Heritage, who said, "Hey, you guys, are you interested in joining English Heritage? Get an annual membership." And since it was the beginning of our trip, it was only the really the second day of our trip. It was perfect timing. So it was ninety eight pounds for, for the, the two, two of us. us for an annual membership because they had a little promotion going on. I think it's normally like 130 or something like that. But just getting into Osborne House for the two of us would have been 48 pounds. So we're like, okay, we're halfway there already with just one site. So we went ahead and got it. And yeah, Tintagel, Stonehenge, there were like three or four other castles we went to. They were all covered. We definitely saved money with that. We definitely did. And it's good for a it's year. It's good for a year. So now we're looking at our calendar, which we will share, you know, we got to figure out and we're going to get back there and use it some more because, oh, the other place we went that's really expensive is um, uh, Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. Was that in the, the Heritage Pass? I don't remember it was or if we had to pay extra for that one. Oh, no, I don't know. So I won't say that, but we did go there. It was fun. <laughs> okay. Um, the most unique thing we did uh, and we love a farm shop. So we always are looking for a farm shop. They have great produce. Of course they have local items, but they almost always have a cafe that's serving up the produce or the items from the farm. They're always excellent. Okay. But the one we went to <laughs> that I think was the most unique experience was the Diddley squat farm shop, the Diddley squat farm shop, 10 points. If you know who owns it. Yeah. So maybe people aren't familiar with uh, Jeremy Clarkson all around the world. Or maybe you don't know his name, but you know who he is once we tell you. Yeah. Um, but Jeremy Clarkson is one of the original three hosts on Top Gear, a British show about cars and driving around and things like that. It's a fun show to begin with. But after he quote unquote retired, he decided to become a gentleman farmer and move out to the countryside, his family's land, his family's land and become a farmer knowing nothing about it. Uh, so and he did a reality show, like his journey through it. And I think there's two seasons. There are two seasons. And it is It's fun to watch. But one of the things they do, or one of the things that they did throughout the year or so that they started farming was they opened a farm shop because that's what you do in England. And so this farm shop is a tiny little shack that does not have a whole lot in it, but they've got it crammed with whatever they can. And it is busy. And it is probably the busiest farm shop in all of the United Kingdom. I mean, there are people there lined up. I would say that line was what? 200 people? Uh, Yeah. I don't know. 
ridiculous. 100 to 200 people for sure. And, and that line it is doesn't that- close to like 430 or something like that, but they closed off the line at three because there's so many people there. They don't want to make sure they want to make sure everybody gets open. They're still closing on, on time. In other right. words, <laughs> so that, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, we not, did do that. Not that your was typical fun. farm shop. Um, but we love a farm shop in general anyway. So yeah. we go to as many as we can find because we like to eat at them because it has the freshest food. Well, at least they're supposed to. Right. Most of them do. They're almost always a good bet. Uh, we did Jersey and Guernsey, the two Which Channel Isles. I'm going to say everything else we did this year, I'm trying to look at my list of things that we've done this year. And yes, we did new things. No matter when, if we went back to a place, we did different things. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we always are trying new things and be in new places. But I got to say that that might be the highlight of my year is Guernsey and Jersey. Both of them. They're, they're two different islands. They're in the Channel Islands in the middle of um, the Channel. The English Channel between closer to France than they are to the United Kingdom. Yeah, and we took a ferry out there. The ferry itself was—I mean, it was okay. The, the ferry to Isle of Wight was a lot of fun because we got to be on the car elevator. Yeah, but those were just regular ferries, and they were big. And I mean, they were just—it was a ferry. It was fine. Um, nothing special. Right. You could drive your car on, and then you have your car when you get to the other side. So that's good enough for me. Yeah. And but both the islands were beautiful. They're easy to get around. There's castles and there's fortresses. There's World War II uh, fortifications. There's museums. There's libraries. We had so much fun at the library there in Guernsey. Um, Just really, I mean, it was just really a good vacation. We spent a couple of days in each one, which is enough. Yeah. We pretty much did everything there is to do. In fact, I think we're on Guernsey and they have a Guernsey pass, of course. And we, we did everything on the pass, like everything. Yeah. (laughs) So it was a lot of fun. Three days. Each place was plenty. I mean, you could spend longer. There's walks you could do along the coast. Just so beautiful. Go out to the beach for the day. Mm. Cool places. I would definitely go back to either one of them. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We really had a good time. And in the UK as well, even though I wouldn't, if I would probably try and stay away from August if I were going again, it was just so busy Yeah, and hot, but the hot, hot but, wasn't anything after Vietnam. So yeah. that wasn't a big deal to us this year. Exactly. The Usually weather was actually very nice because of that. And then from there, how did we get to Germany? Uh, another cheap flight. I want to say it wasn't Ryanair. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I think we went on Lufthansa. It may have been. Anyway, it, we we hadn't planned it at all. This this was kind of like last minute. I don't think we even bought our airline tickets until we were a couple of days out. A couple of days out. Yeah, we were just like whatever's cheap. Whatever's let's cheapest. Get to we could have Frankfurt. turned in our car at Heathrow if we had to, but we found a cheap flight out of Gatwick, which is where we got our car. So we just dropped it off and flew into Frankfurt. And then my brother-in-law picked us up because they, my sister and my brother-in-law live in Wiesbaden. So we spent a full month in Wiesbaden. Mm-hmm. It was pretty nice. And we did some, like we went, that was when we went great picking on the Rhine, yeah. which was it's another highlight of the year. Item for sure. Oh my goodness. So much fun. And it mm-hmm. was, I, I don't know if it was eight hours, but it felt like eight hours. It was hard work. <laughs> It was hard work, but it was well worth it. But it wasn't. It wasn't long. It wasn't hard work. strenuous work. Like I mean, I think we were only doing the hard work for 
uh, <laughs> 45 true. minutes to an Maybe hour an or something. It, it was hard work. I mean, to do that all day long would knock me on my butt, I'm sure. Right. But for 45 minutes, it was fun. Does that make sense? But it was also just learning about the grapes, learning about the business, having lunch in the vineyards. That, that was fun. That was the highlight of the Wiesbaden trip. Plus, we went to a couple of festivals and wine fests mm-hmm. and we did some wine tasting. I mean, yeah, that's what you do when you're in Germany, right? Yep. Took a Rhine River, not really a cruise, but a boat ride between a couple of the villages. Oh, yeah. We did the Rudesheimer We did tour, the Rudesheimer Which basically ring. is, you go to Rudesheim, which is on the Rhine, and you take a cable car- Chairlift up, up to oh chairlift right up to the memorial which you can't miss it's huge yeah. and then you take this um, hike and I it's I don't know how long the hike is but it's not that long maybe a mile I two mean, miles Probably yeah two miles I have no idea how long it is like no idea I can find out for <laughs> you and put it in the show notes um, and then you stop at a couple of little sites but they're not really. Ain't nothing to write home about. It's more to do the hike. It's more and of a then, hike in the woods with a couple of views out over the river. And then you take another, you, there's a little animal park and then there's another chairlift. You take the chairlift down into another town, Osmanshausen, mm-hmm. and we had lunch there. And I got to say, that that's was- one of the best lunches. That's one of the best lunches we've had all year. We just, it was, I mean, we'd been hiking. Maybe that makes a difference. You know, you're hungry that's after true. you've been hiking. I don't know. Um, it was cozy. Um, I just loved every single bit of it. And then from there, you take the Rhine cruise, part, uh, a very short part of the Rhine. We're yeah. not taking much of a Rhine Across cruise. the river to Bingen and then back to Rüsselsheim. Yeah. And then we got back on the Rudisheim, train. Rüsselsheim, not Rüsselsheim. Then up to Rüdesheim. And then um, we had a Rüdesheimer cafe and an oh, Apfelkuchen, yeah. strudel. I did not know Ansbach came from Rüdesheim until it we went to Rüdesheim. It sounds like it would come from Ansbach. Yeah, right, there was a exactly. place called... Oh, but it's not Ansbach anyway. It's Ansbach. And Ansbach is the other town. You're right. Yeah. Okay. We figured that out. Oh, well. Um, but at <laughs> any rate, it's a, it's a whiskey. A brandy. It's a brandy. And so, of course, since it was made there, and, and you see, if you because we trained in there, if you go to the train station, it's right across the street mm, from there. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, then all through town, they offer these Rudesheimer coffees, which I got to say. It was pretty good. Every time I go to Rudesheim, I'm going Rudesheim. I will have one. It's basically like, like any other hot whiskey coffee where you have the, you know, the lighted sugar torch dripping into the coffee. I mean, it's good. <laughs> it's the really cream. good. Yeah, it's really good. While we've been in Germany, um, we were applying for. A resident, resident, temporary residence. A temporary residence permit, which we have been granted. So we'll be here for three years um, or more, hopefully more, um, but at least three years. And so we're starting to, you know, explore and, and get to know our little area. We're only about 40 minutes from France. So we go to France pretty frequently. Right. Um, we have a favorite grocery store there called Cora. Um Plus, we have to go get a baguette at the bakery. I mean, we, we you know, we have a yeah, routine. Some patisserie. And we don't eat cheese. any other cheese or butter than from uh, France because it's so amazing. There's lots of amazing products in Germany, too, that are just so delicious. But we do get our butter and our cheese from France, mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have we done? So we went to Playmobil. Playmobil near, and Nuremberg, near Nuremberg, and we went to Nuremberg. That beautiful was beautiful. Yeah. We went to Rotenburg, Obdertauber, mm-hmm. 
which is just a nice city to walk around. Should be on the every tourist list. Itinerary. Um, well, one of the things we had to do working on our residency permits was we had to restart our time in Germany. So we ended up leaving Germany after about a month and going off to Ireland because we had a friend there and we, and Ireland is just a beautiful place and it's not too expensive to get to. And we've been there. Yeah. Multiple times, but you know, it's one of those places we don't mind going back to at all. At all. Uh, so and from there we did the Ennis Moor. we took the ferry out and rode e-bikes around the island. Uh, we went to a drive around the Burren. Uh, of course, anytime you can spend any time on the wild Atlantic way, you're going to be finding stunning vistas and beautiful views. And then we came back to Germany and yeah, we just heard what like a week. No, it's December been December 5th. It's been, yeah. December 4th was when we heard. Now, so we heard December 5th. now we're just waiting to get an actual card. Yeah. But um, make it truly official. Yeah. We've been doing Christmas markets. Mm, it's a good time of year to be here. And we're just enjoying being back in Europe after spending time in the States and in Southeast Asia. It's just, it's, it's nice to, it's nice to be in a new place and to be back. It's almost like coming home for us. It is almost like coming home and we're not far from Mets. What are we about an hour from Mets? Mm -hmm. So it's, it Mets is one of those cities that most people don't really think of, but it's become something for us. Like it's got a beautiful cathedral. It's got a beautiful downtown area. Nice old town. Really, really beautiful town. Good food. Of course. Of course. So it's become one of those go-to places for us. That's really, really nice. What are some of the highlights for the year? Like what, what things did you, have you really enjoyed? Um, well, I, I think one of my highlights was riding the e-bikes around Innismore for mm, sure. Me too. Um, that was just a fun day. It was windy. It was everything you would expect about being on an Irish Island in the wild Atlantic. It was like, scattered clouds blowing around but blue sky in between just a beautiful day um, that was super cool i also one of my favorite places we went was paradise uh, paradise caverns oh in vietnam in, in vietnam yeah, so Nam. like i mentioned a little bit we went caving after caving we after caving after caving in vietnam and we'll do a whole podcast on it but i but i have to agree probably my favorite was paradise and we had to take a little motorbike tour to get out there um, because Phong Nha in general is just, it's out there in the middle of nowhere. And you could find a tour bus or a small van tour that you could take around the area and through the national park. But we just did it on the back of motorbikes and had a great time. Remember we took the, the little oh my gosh. boat ferry that held that our two motorbikes definitely a highlight across of the, the river. I mean, you should have seen, we, we love ferries. But I didn't think we'd ever see a ferry like this. Never. It was about, I'm going to say, 20 feet long. Mm-hmm. It was only about maybe, maybe four feet wide. Yeah. And it was this old wooden. Rickety boat. Rickety craft. Yeah. That there's no landing. There's no dock. <laughs> no. Just the riverbank. You're just on the riverbank in the mud and you've got your motorbike and you push it up there. You pay your woman. I think it costs, it was ridiculously cheap, 10, 10 baht or something. I don't know. Super cheap. I don't remember what it was. And then you go to across the river. I mean, you're only on the river, you know, 
five minutes big. max or something. But it, it what an experience. What an, it was just amazing. It was definitely amazing. That was definitely a highlight for the year. Yeah. I mean, the caves were a highlight because they were very cool caves. But I think that motorbike ferry all by itself was the thing. deserves a mention <laughs> because it was just so cool. Uh, on Jersey, Castle Orgay was just uh, uh, yeah. wandering around the castle and and in down the stairs and into the different rooms. It was so labyrinthian. So labyrinthian. And you never, I don't think still today that we actually saw or Everything. went into every room in that castle. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. There was passages every direction. You go into a room, there's a stairway going up, there's a stairway going down, there's a passage over here. Yeah, such a labyrinth. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, and a beautiful castle. Just stunning. Mm, other highlights. What about you? I'm trying to think. Okay, so I already mentioned going to Cora. I love, <laughs> love going there Shopping because it's, Cora. I, I'm not a shopper either. It's but that store just gets me going each time because it has such good food. It's just such a great mm-hmm. place. Um I I it's hard to pick all my top things that I've done this year. We've done so many really, really wonderful things. And we've mentioned a lot of them over the course of the last couple of weeks when we're doing our you know, our recaps, but I'm going to say that, um, the Laotian cooking Mm. lesson is way up on my list. The fact that we got to travel with my sister in Southeast Asia for three weeks, that was a lot of fun. Um, it's always fun to do things. I mean, I love traveling with you, but it's nice to do things with others as well. I agree. Um, getting to travel with AJ quite a bit this year. I love seeing things in a kid's eyes and doing things with kids. Um, we went to the gentle barn in California where you get to hug a cow. That was pretty amazing. Food wise. I mean, Mexican food and so Vietnamese food. food and French food and Greek food and German food. And, and the list just goes on and on yeah. and on and on. And we've had so many amazing dishes. It so has, many. I can't even count them. It has been a great year. Hopefully next year will be just as good, if not better. I think it will. Well, yeah, I think it will. Stay tuned. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Streets and Eats. If you liked what you heard, please show us some love. Hit the like button and leave us a review. Maybe even subscribe so you don't miss any future podcasts. Also, we'd love it if you joined us on our Facebook private group, Streets and Eats, where we just have an ongoing conversation about all things travel. Ciao for now.